0: MLM Nation, episode 235.
1: I'm not a network marketer, okay? I'm not a salesperson. I'm a businessman. I just realized early on that this industry is the greatest industry in the world to generate wealth quickly and professionally if you do it the right way.
0: If you want to be successful, you just have to copy what MLM leaders do. Nation presented by your host, Simon Chat. Where you'll learn strategies, secrets, and inspiring stories from today's top MLM income earners. For just one dollar, you can get all access to over 17 training courses, weekly coaching, you can ask me questions, 30 newsletters, and network with top distributors. Go get a dollar trial to MLM Nation Insider at MOMNationInsider.com. Again, that is MOMNationInsider.com. ML Nation, this is Simon Chin, and let me ask you a question. What's your purpose and vision? And my purpose in doing what I do and what I do ML Nation and all these trainings is to have a positive impact as many lives as possible. And that's why I founded ML Nation. I mean, I'm loud and proud to be a network marketing professional because I have three beliefs. Number one, network marketing allows us to fulfill our unlimited potential. Number two, MLM allows us to give back more. And number three, MLM allows us to be better parents because we're always leading by example. And our mission at MLM Nation is to empower 10,000 distributors to achieve a full-time income. You know, you must have a clear purpose and vision. That's why I'm sharing that because if you don't have that purpose and vision, you never do the uncomfortable, uncomfortable things that are necessary for success to happen. And that's why your purpose and vision is so important. And before we start today's show with a special Gen Y guest, make sure you check out our partner, Networking Times. If you like ML Nation, you love Networking Times. It's just, just packed with amazing trainings and stories just like ML Nation. You can go check them out at MLNation.net forward slash times. And now here's today's iTunes review of the day it comes from Lauren out of Melbourne, Australia. It says, Invaluable information. Thank you, Simon. I look forward to every episode. Listening to the leaders in our industry. Share the journey and give advice. It's invaluable. Thank you. So thank you, Lauren, for sharing uh, on iTunes. These reviews are extremely important, uh, not just to make me happy, but it also makes... Other distributors find our show easier. So if you liked ML Nation, you're listening to this, please take one or two minutes afterwards, leave us, you know, subscribe, rate, and leave us a review on iTunes. Really, really appreciate that. And with that said, let's go to, there's a story behind where I met this young gentleman. So uh, let's go to the today's show. ML Nation, this is Simon Chen and I'm fired up to bring a special guest, the Gen Y Superstar Entrepreneur, Hassan
1: Mahmood. Hassan, are you ready to make it happen? I am ready, Simon. I'm so excited about being and honored to be on this call. Hassan Mahmood graduated
0: high school early at 16 years old because he knew he wanted to be an entrepreneur. By the time he turned 19, he made his first $2 but only to lose it all when his partner disappeared off the face of the earth and literally disappeared, just vanished, and stole everything. Less than three years later, Hassan got started in network marketing and got off to a super fast start. He achieved over 100 direct and group sales in seven months, and even though his company was mostly baby boomers, he created an entire millennium movement and a huge Gen Y team. Hassan's team has made over $2.8 million in sales volume and is the fastest-growing team in the company's history. Hassan lives out in Los Angeles and also in the Oregon area and plans to hit the seven-figures-a-year rank by the end of this year. So, Hassan, I've given ML Nation just a brief intro, but please share more about your background and how you came across network marketing.
1: Definitely, definitely. Thank you so much, Simon. Again, like I said, I'm honored and blessed to be on this uh, podcast. I've followed you for a while, and I, I always envisioned being on it, and now I'm on it. So thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Um, a little more about me. I actually got involved in network marketing completely on accident. Um, Before that, I was in a very, very dark place, I guess you could say. I was working three jobs and just trying to get by. Like, we always hear the stories about people trying to get by, but for me, you know, graduating high school at a very, very young age, I knew what I wanted to do with my life. I used to hustle a lot during middle school, high school, because my parents were primarily divorced since I was a kid, and I always saw my mom in these very sad, depressing moves, and I always told myself I never – Wanted to have my kids one day see me like that. And on top of it all, I love my mom so much, I wanted to get her out of that state. So I started, you know, selling candy at school. I started selling uh, DVDs because most people, or CDs because most people didn't know how to download music back then with LimeWire. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. Um, Well, keep that a secret, by the (laughs) way. Yeah, that's my secret. Um, but. You know, I was getting by, and I started making a good amount of money to just help my mom out with bills and that sort of thing. And then I realized that I didn't want to be in school forever. And I didn't, I didn't have anything against school. I didn't feel like I wanted to disrespect it in any way. I just knew for me personally, school wasn't for me. And I don't know what it was. It was just my intuition telling me. And when I was younger, I had no idea what my intuition was. And I was listening to it, and I got out of there, and I got involved in a, a, tr- a couple traditional businesses, Went really, really well. I learned so much uh, that made me really wise and grow as a as a young man. uh But unfortunately, like you said, I actually lost it all because my partner, which actually, believe it or not, was my cousin, uh, disappeared off the face of the earth with everything. And uh, till this day, I don't know what happened to the guy. But for a very long time, I was in a dark place for about a couple months, and. Uh, I didn't know what life was anymore. I felt like my identity was lost. You know, I made the decision not to go to school because I knew what I wanted to do, and then what I wanted to do was completely taken away from me. And sometimes, you know, that's where we talk about life isn't fair, right? And uh, my sister, I I love her so much, she actually raised me. Uh, My sister told me, she's like, hey, Hassan, you know, this isn't who you are. You need to just get out of here and move out of here and just go start your life over. And at that time, I was living in my hometown where I grew up. It was called Fresno, California. Some people may know about it. Some people may not. I was like dead smack right in the middle of San Francisco and LA, the little middle point. And I I actually packed my backpack full of clothes and um, got on a Greyhound bus, six-hour ride to LA. And I actually slept in my cousin's car for about nine months on Santa Monica Boulevard while taking showers at 24-Hour Fitness and working two jobs. And I literally recreated my life. And then about uh, two years into living living out in LA, I finally got my own place. I was very proud of myself because I was back on track and that sort of thing. But then – I had a couple different medical conditions that I've had since a kid, and they started catching up with me. And working three jobs now at that time, it wasn't working out. You know, living in L.A., Simon, you know this is expensive, especially if you're living by yourself. You got bills, you got food, you got, you know, that's even if, on top of it, you're trying to even have a little entertainment for yourself, whether it's a movie or something like that, or going out. It's, it's very expensive. So I felt like I was never catching a break. And then uh, the company I got introduced to completely really revolutionized my life. I actually got introduced to it through my ex-girlfriend. Believe it or not, she wasn't doing it. She still isn't doing it. But her aunt and her uncle were actually the number one earners in the company for the past 11 years. And um, when I met them, I didn't care about the money. I didn't know anything about network marketing. But when I met, um, you know, I met that, met her uncle. He told me, you know, he asked me a couple different questions. And he asked me the first one was, "Have you ever heard of MLM?" You know, I've, I said, "No, I've never heard of it." He said, have you ever heard of uh, network marketing? And I said, "No." And the third question he asked me, and I'll never forget it because he was grinning at me before he did it. And I looked at him and said, why are you grinning at me? And he said, because I know exactly what you're going to do right now. And and he said, let me, I, I, you're going to know this one. And I said, what is it? And he said, have you ever heard of pyramid schemes? And I and uh, immediately, a big red X in the back of my head, you know, our subconscious mind taught us to not look at those things.
0: And I was like, oh,
1: it's one of those things. And I was like, honestly, man, I'm cool. I'm okay. I'd rather work three jobs." Uh, but it was a product that got me, Simon, and, you uh, you know, we hear that a lot in this industry. We either get passionate about the product or we get, we, we, something strikes us to really out of desperation to find a new financial need. And for me, um, it was a product. And also I didn't need the money, but it was a product and I tested it out for about 30 days and I saw astronomical results. And from there I couldn't understand what happened in my body. And I really dove into uh holistic nutrition. I really dove into the human body and stuff like that and the chemistry. And, uh, yeah, I, I really got so passionate about it that, uh, I hit one of the top ranks in the, the leadership ranks in the company. Seven months later, and when I got involved, at the time there was about maybe 14, 15 people in the company under the age of 25, and they were only there because their parents put them in the program. It was primarily a baby boomer we company, and I saw the the advantage, and I saw more importantly the, the opportunity for people my age, um, you know. And uh, I really took upon myself to educate, you know, millennials what this company had and what network marketing had to offer and I completely had, blew up the, I started the millennial movement, and blew up the company's name with the millennials, and now it's almost two years later, now we have over, I believe, uh whew, I think it's almost like a couple thousand millennials in the company, and uh I can't take all the credit for that, I have an incredible, incredible team, but you know, it just, it just really hit me hard that everyone can do this, that anyone can do this, and I just got passionate about it, and uh, yeah, I created a, and a crazy amount of income from it and a year and a half into it. So about six months ago, I guess you could say, a year and a half into network marketing, the money I made in my current company, I now co-own two car dealerships, a hoop and lounge and two production companies. And this is what I do primarily. Those are my investments, but this is what I do primarily. And it's because my mentor told me, he said, he said, look at it like this. You used to own traditional businesses, correct? I was like, correct. But you lost it all because you had this unforeseen mistake, correct? I was like, yes, exactly. He said, well, what if I told you that you could use this company, the X company that I'm in, as a cash flow that guarantees comes in every single month as long as you're doing this amount of work, and you can use it as investments over here and over there. And even if those things that are over here and over there fail and you know fail miserably, but let's just say they're passion projects of yours and you want to try it out, you will always have this company. Your network marketing will always be your vessel to invest in traditional things, and it just made so much sense to me. And uh, yeah, now I'm so proud where I'm at, and I just I'm so grateful. For everything that's ever happened to me the last uh, eight years and I can't believe where I'm at and I'm not saying any of this to impress anyone on this podcast I'm saying it because I'm 24 years old and I'm so impressed at where I was two years ago and where I am now so that's a little more into it my man
0: yeah that's awesome hey, what was the business um that your you know your partner stole and just disappeared would you say it was a dealership at 19 years old yeah there
1: was, it was actually yeah it was two it was actually two uh used car dealerships are um, and the second one was the third one. I apologize. Was a, t- a used tire shop.
0: Hmm. Third I mean, he, he just he just disappeared and took everything, basically.
1: Well, it's kind of a sad story because he he did yes yeah, he pretty much we were we were, our, our our whole plan was to expand we had like a four year plan and we were on mark for the third year and we we're about to go into the fourth year and we were actually actually supposed to expand into Santa Monica because I know the time the Santa Monica market there wasn't really used car dealerships that sold like Honda, Toyota and that sort of thing. And all I ever saw was BMWs and Mercedes. And, you know, even, even if it was a 1999 Mercedes, they think that's what people in college want. And I, and I knew immediately the, the market, you know, like they would say, find a market and find a need for the market and supply it. And that's what I wanted to do. But he unfortunately, like I said, is, is kind of a, a sad story on his part. He actually got this uh, girl, uh, the girl he was dating and engaged to, uh, he actually, uh, got, they actually got pregnant. And, uh, he didn't want to face with the the results of it. I know I remember him speaking to me about it. He's like, I it's not what I want to marry. I was like, well, you know what? Unfortunately, sometimes life hits you in different ways. And you know, that was, that it's an adult decision of yours that you made, you know, then they will have to take what kind the responsibility for action. And I just didn't know how radical, I guess you could say he was. I thought I knew him like the back of my hand. Um, but he actually disappeared the month before we left. We were supposed to expand to Santa Monica and, uh, it's kind of a, my culture, I'm actually Palestinian, and uh, my culture is that, you know, family is everything. And uh, you you always remember that. And the reason why it was such a shock and, and really hard for me to understand for a very long time was uh, because, believe it or not, his dad and my dad were brothers. My mom and his mom were sisters. So we had a double wedding and everything. Wow. So this guy, the only difference, yeah, blood could not have made us any closer. And the only difference was he was six years older than me. And uh, the girl, uh, love her to death, she's still a big part of our family. She actually had a child, my um, little nephew, and she still lives with his parents, and no one has ever seen him since. Believe it or not, it's
0: crazy stuff. And so, going the good the good side, um, you're 24, and aside from your MLM business, you said you also have dealish- two car dealerships and two studios now because of your MLM income.
1: Yes, two car dealerships, Hookah uh, Lounge. I'm not sure if you know what that is. Yeah. Um, I don't personally smoke, but a lot of people like to smoke, so it's good money. But uh, and two production companies. You know, one of my companies we. We do it for, uh, it's one of my best friends, he's actually a celebrity, and we do it for films uh, and that sort of thing, and the other one is actually for uh, real estate and fitness athletes, so it's been incredible.
0: Very cool. Uh, I want to talk about your uncle, because I know I met your uncle, he's an awesome guy, and so you said, was this his exact words after you told him, like he asked you whether you heard about network marketing, and you said no, and he said he knew knew exactly what you are going to do. Is that is that what he said? He was like he had so confident that he knew that you were going to do this. He he was and before
1: I continue, he's actually my ex girlfriend's uncle. Oh that yeah, okay, okay, big, big difference. Right. Sorry about that. And okay, they're, they're, Yeah, they're now him and his him and his wife are like my adopted parents now. His eldest son actually married my first cousin, so we're pretty much family now. But when he he asked me those words, he knew how I was going to react about network marketing because. Hmm. A lot, You know how we have that stigma about network marketing or the average person does about network marketing, pyramid schemes, MLM, whatever you want to call it. I just didn't know that it was called three different things. You know, the professional, I only knew the gimmicky way. I only knew pyramid scheme. I didn't know what MLM was. I didn't know what multi-level marketing was. I didn't know what network marketing was. I just knew something that was called a pyramid scheme. Mom tried it a couple times growing up. Didn't work out. And that's what I just thought it was. And, again, I was uneducated. I was uninformed. And I immediately put up a red X, and I was like, okay, I'm not going to do this. And he got me with the product. He was a smart guy, very, very smart guy. And from there, um, I really got lucky because him and his wife are actually legends in the industry. They spoke on stage uh, at the Eric Worre event in 2016 with about four other people uh, on stage. And they're legends in network marketing. And I had no idea at that time, believe it or not, what they were in the industry. I didn't even know this thing was a real industry, Simon. I thought there's just just something people come in here and make money and they walk off. But the professionals, you know, there's legends. There's people that do this as a full-time thing, and there's people that, again, try to educate the world on what's really going on in the world. And I had, I had no idea about any of that, and I really got mentored by him, and he, his philosophy was this. He told me, Hassan, I still remember the first week I signed up. This is, what, this is what he told me. I'll never forget it. He told me, Hassan, most people love money and use people. He said, you need to be the exact opposite in life. You need to learn how to love people and use money. And that really stuck with me, Simon, because my whole life, I've been into the pay it forward philosophy, you know, mm. and uh, this guy was living it. And it wasn't it wasn't per se what he said that really hit me at heart. It was just the way he said it. You know, we've heard all of that phrase. And I looked at him and his family. And this, him and his wife are very, very wealthy, very, very wealthy. But when it, when we talk about money, I tell this to a lot of people. When I talk about money, I'm not talking about just about you know income. You know, he was very wealthy in family, in love, in travel, in experience, and, and you would never think. As humble they were, that they, they they made the money they did because the, I didn't meet people like that in my life, and that's what I wanted. I wanted that that wealthiness and love and experience and friendship, and, and you know, with your kids, with your grandkids, and it was just something so beautiful to me. Oh,
0: uh, what made you successful so quickly? Because you, you hit like all type of records in seven months? Um, so, what was your first two months like, and why did you achieve success? Well, a lot of distributors, especially a lot of people who may be listening here, maybe struggling. What did you do differently?
1: I guess what I did differently was, you know, this, this is this is what my philosophy came down to. They call us industry direct sales, correct? Yep. So I noticed immediately how people approached other people about the industry. I noticed immediately how people had negative stigmas. And then more importantly, I noticed how people looked at people like numbers. And I was like, okay, I've been in sales my whole life. The word sale is actually a bad word in the human language. It immediately hits triggers in the and the neural pathways of, of the human brain, the subconscious mind, all that. I, like, I need to re-, excuse me, I need to redefine my philosophy. And I, I came to something, and it was this. And this is, what I, this is what made me, the first thing that made me have success with it was, I need to not, they call this industry direct sales. My philosophy, and what my team's philosophy, and what my family's philosophy, and anyone I speak to about this industry is this, is direct education. And when I can educate someone properly on what's going on in the life, in the financial market, within my company, all the lives that are being changed, from the product, all that stuff, they can now do what, Simon? They can now make the educated decision if they want this revolutionary opportunity or not. And if they do, incredible. If they don't, amazing. I know at the end of the day, I didn't do the disservice of not showing it to them as a human being. Because that's all our jobs are, is is to really educate people what's going on because we're all so lost. And we think we know what's going on when we have no idea. And it's that phrase I'm sure you've heard before, and I'm sure a lot of the listeners have too, is information changes situations. So it really hit me hard. I was like, I need to inform someone the proper way. And what it really, what, what's really came down to me for me is that so during presentation, during three-way calls, where everyone during exposures, it came, to, it came down to three things with me and my team because we, we led with that philosophy and that philosophy of education. And, and one, they either sign up or right run away. Two, they have to think about it in the sense that they want to get their answers questioned or they want to try the product or whatever it is. But then three, I, what I understood is that it just meant not right now. And I can't tell you how many people, contact us again and again every single week, every other month, every six months, and say, hey, are you still doing that thing? I'm ready now. Because, mm-hmm. again, it's always that, that that thing that they have to decide for themselves.
0: Yeah. I really. What was, a, 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 like, a major aha moment for you? Like, kind of like something, kind of like a light bulb that went off and then the business really took off?
1: <laughs> My business really took off when, um, you know, how, like, people have events, like uh, uh, distributors throw events, like, once a week or whatever, and they have it every single week. So every Tuesday in L.A., there was an, uh, an event. My, you know, um, my mentors would throw it every single Tuesday. There would at least be 100, 150 people there. And I thought that I had to literally, every single Tuesday, i be like, excited. Okay, cool. I'm bringing people. The first two months, I'm like, okay, I'm bringing people. I'm bringing people. Awesome, awesome. And then one day, my mentor, Eli, he told me, he said, Hassan, who, who have you talked? It was, it was, a, it was a, a, a Friday. He's like, who have you talked to uh, about the about – the-? he's like, I want to help you. Uh, tell me what's going on, and I'll see if I can help you in any way. He's like, who would you talk to? I was like, well, I got this person coming to the demo. I got this person coming to the presentation. I got this person confirmed coming Tuesday night. They're bringing two people. He's like, that's awesome. That's phenomenal. That's incredible. But well, that's Tuesday night. Today's Friday. Are you going to base your business and control of it only on Tuesday night? He's like, what about Monday? What about Wednesday? What about Thursday? What about Friday? What about Saturday? What about Sunday? And I looked at him and I was like, holy, holy, holy moly. This, holy crap, this This is insane he's right why am i only waiting for one hour out of the week one hour one day out of the week to, to expose people to this opportunity and that's when i really learned that i had to you know grow myself and I had to enable my own strength of exposing people the correct way and doing presentations every single day not just wait for that tuesday night does that make sense
0: definitely so what did because, you do you just because- started doing presentations seven days a week what are some things you changed
1: well, yeah, I mean, but I, I learned something really quick after that. It, it was this. It was because I started making, you know, sales. My team started growing. And I realized whoever does the presentation holds your income. Hmm. Whoever is the one doing the presentation holds your income. So immediately I was like, you know, I'm a smart guy. I'm a sharp guy. I need to teach myself immediately, get self-enabled, and get, learn how to do this on my own and teach my people how to do it on their own. Because, again, whoever does the presentation holds your income. So immediately I started doing one. Uh, three days a week, Monday, Tuesday. Sometimes on Wednesdays, I would you know hold four, five times a week. I would do webinars. I would just try to do as many photos as I can a day, not just on myself, but as, a, as collectively with my team. And that's when I started seeing momentum skyrocket. And I was like, whoa, that just that little golden nugget changed my business within a couple weeks.
0: I love that. I never heard someone say that. Whoever holds the presentation whoever does the presentation, holds your income because that's so true. Because before then, it was just your income is basically come from once a week that Tuesday night and once you start changing and exactly. teaching your team you start increasing your income and then you're also getting leverage because you're able to
1: teach your team as well. Exactly and that's what we all want the time freedom
0: that's where it comes from. Yeah so you're a very young guy, 22, 22 now you're, you're very old, 24, right? And most of your team is very young. So, And you do like a health product. Uh, what do you do? Do you lead with the business first or do you lead with products? What What do you do? Because I know a lot of young people, at least this is a misconception, they're not that into health. So let's tackle that. Is that true or not? Young people, they're not into health because they don't feel the effects of the product. Is that true or not? That's a lie. i I, don't, I say that's not true, 100%. Not true. Mm-hmm. So, um, So when you present, do you lead with the business or you leave the products i always start
1: with the product immediately always 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 because how are you going to start any anyone can learn how to money someone can you could teach someone to go in the corner of a street and learn how to make money with a guitar or just standing there holding a sign a certain way whatever it was whatever it is but i lead always with the product because the product is what makes you and your opportunity different you know so, the truth is, is that you're right in the sense that not everyone, it's not just, it's not just millennials. There, I know so many baby boomers, people in the 30s, 40s, that don't give a, a, a crap, excuse my language, about their health. And what, what happens during the presentation is that at the end of the presentation, you can find out which one, you know, I, I call it what, what, your button. And everyone has a turn, everyone has a button that turns them on. So I try to find the, the button that turns them on. Is it the opportunity or is it the health? I always start with the health. Because immediately, it'll open the mind subconsciously to people to listen more. Because if I started the opportunity with going off with the money, at least 90% of the room, I don't care if they were there for the income or not, they had this negative signal like, okay, this is a get-rich-quick scheme. There's one of those things where it's like, oh, recruit this person. Do that. Do that. Money, 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 money. This guy's greedy. This guy's selfish. You know, they're they're trying to get me involved in this world. This is what my parents told me not to do. So that's why I always start with the product because now we're starting with a a, a product and we're really hitting on a, a level where there's no walls in the human mind. They're not they're not shooting the wall immediately when I talk about money. Because when you start with a product, they see something tangible, they see something that works, they hear testimonials, that sort of thing. And then you say, Hey guys, now let's talk about the opportunity behind this and how it's changed multiple people's lives. You know, because again, now most people aren't just, you know, physically sick. They're financially sick. You know? It's funny because e- Eli always tells me about it, he goes, When I, first, I started laughing when I said here at the first call of presentation, he's like, Has anyone ever heard of a disease? It's called bronchitis. You know, and I've seen that bronchitis. <laughs> I, 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 Simon, I was like, I think you mean bronchitis. He's like, no, 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 brokitis. <laughs> it means you're behind on your bills. It means you need money. You know, you're, you're, you're pinching away at, the, at your savings. And it's true. People, the, the thing is though, unfortunately, because the world and society we are raised in, depending on who programs you are not, and depending on what you learned growing up, whether it was from television, the internet, your teachers, your friends, your family, whatever it is now, unfortunately, we have to take different routes and starting off with the human mind and talking about product first and that way there's no wall. I and mean, then from there you take opportunity at the end of the presentation, that's when you talk to them and you find out what's the button that turns them on and say, Hey, are you more, what, what was your favorite part? Was it the product or would you need the income? Do you need the extra $500 a month? And then from there, depending on what they say, you go with that. Because again, people, you know, it's funny, Simon, as I tell this to, to people all the time, people will always tell you what they want. All you gotta do is listen. They mm-hmm. literally will give you the answer to your success and their success. But most people are too busy trying to respond. They're not listening. They're listening to respond. You need to actually listen and see how you can help them. You know, does that make sense?
0: Yes, totally. And I agree with you. Like Gen Y are just into health, maybe more than the health than the other generations. And um, sure, yes, because I think number one, I mean, they know about the importance of health because you probably grew up with your parents. I mean, you're your age, I. People who yes. are like forties and fifties, I just probably fifties and sixties, they grew up eating McDonald's, thinking McDonald's some of Some people even grew up like you know, smoking cigarettes was okay, right? But you, you're younger. Yes. You grew up knowing cigarettes is bad, fast food is bad. You know the importance of working out. So you grew up knowing about health already. I mean, you grew up probably knowing what organic food was, right? And. Most people are like older. They're fifty-six, you they don't even know they don't even know about organic. So you number one, you have to take the first step to educate them. Well, gen y they're aware of that. Now they may not be doing it, but they they're aware because chances are their parents probably raised them. I mean, even though the parents would be hypocritical, they may be eating junk, but they'll do their best to feed the kids best. So the kids grew up, like kids like your generation. And I'm calling you a kid because you're exactly. young. Like they grew up aware of health. And so I mean, I think people say Gen Y nine to health. It's just like they just find one or two isolated incidents. It's like the way you program. You think, oh, that's the way it is. But I, you know, I know people who are like, you know, with 60s, they grew up eating McDonald's 10 times a day, 10 times a week. Because back then they grew yep. up in the 50s and 60s. That
1: was okay. They thought it was healthy. You know, so thank you for bringing that up. Simon, yeah. of course. I mean, look at, look at I, I don't mean to cut you off, but look at what's going on in the world. In my hometown, when I grew up, there was only two gyms in there. As of three years ago, now there's almost 30-something gyms in the city. Like every block, there's GNCs, there's health stores. There's uh, gluten free, vegan, all this stuff, and that's and I completely agree with you, man. I completely agree with you. It's just people are programmed that way. Yeah, and like the, look the look kids the nowadays. Right
0: now, yeah, the kids nowadays yep. know what gluten free is. I probably didn't know gluten free exactly. until like two, three years ago, right? Yeah, that's so true. So it's really exciting for the, the people in the health and wellness, like the market out there. Now let's switch gears a little bit because I really respect your time and you've been so awesome. Now, I know you, we heard about your worst moment since you're an entrepreneur, but hopefully this moment is not as bad. But what was your worst moment in network marketing?
1: My worst moment? You know what? And, and, and to some people on here, they might not think it's so bad, but for me personally, I just love people so much, my man. I love people so much. And it breaks my heart when I can't do, you know, I can't physically make them succeed. So when, when something that was really bothered me was I realized you can't make everyone happy nor successful. And what I mean by that is you can't force success on lazy, entitled people no matter how much you love them, no matter how much you love human beings. And the reason I'm saying this is because it almost destroyed my business. It almost destroyed my energy that I was exerting on all of it. And I would literally try to kill myself like, hey, you know, I'm going to give you my people that I went and busted my butt uh, to get. Or, hey, I'm going to physically make you – help you make this amount of money even if it kills me. Hey, you know, I'm going to help you succeed in your goals. Hey, I'm going to call you every morning to make sure – that you're listening to or you're doing personal development, you know. But then I realized that I, I started stretching myself so thin that I couldn't even give the people that really wanted it bad, I couldn't give them my full attention. And now I realized that wasn't fair to them. I, really, I realized right away that wasn't fair to them. And um, I had to take a step back and say, hey, you know, the first step of everything is if someone does not want to apply themselves, I cannot force them to. And that's what I used to try to do because I, I want people to be successful. I want people to be healthy. But you can't make people do that. And that's when I was saying earlier. I, even after I give everyone all the information and I educate them, if they physically do not make that decision to change their life, if they physically don't make that decision to, to really engage in their business or do what you've laid out for them to succeed, we all know if you do A B C D E F G, you're going to succeed. But if you only do A and then you want me to do B C D E for you and then you're waiting for G, it doesn't work that way. And that was probably the worst moment in in my uh, in my uh, in my business in network marketing and. Uh, and it wasn't just only my worst moment. It was also one of my greatest moments because I learned how to be a better leader.
0: Okay, Hassan, the next question, this is a really unique because you're with a very unique company. I think it's an awesome company. And a lot of listeners, they always think that oh, my prospects have no money or oh, my products is too expensive to join. No one seems to have the money. Uh, and, and they're talking about like $500, $700, maybe, dollars or even $200, $1,000 starter package, anywhere from 200 to to 1000 But for your company, it's like 5000 to join, is it? Correct? Yes, yes, sir. But you have no problem in finding people with the money. Right, so can you share? A, so can you share a little bit when people for all oh, like the no money objection? What all these distributors out there who are getting that no money objection? What are they do? Because I always believe it's their mindset. Like if you feel that things are too expensive, you have a lack of belief. You're always, you know, your prospects will feel that they're always going to get that. So how do you teach your team to overcome that? Because five thousand dollars, a lot of people may not have it, but you, somehow you get people find the money to join your team and buy your product. What do you do?
1: Well, it comes down to this. It really does. And, uh, and I think that's an amazing question, Simon. I really feel like people can get a lot of value from this, um, especially for how, for how old most of my team is, is that it really comes from certainty. The first thing is certainty. When you have certainty in your product and your company, no one can faze you. And what I mean by that is, is people, you, you go to someone and, and, you know, our average, like I said, our average thing is at least three to $5,000 for our company, Right. And you, but you look at people, and some people might say, Oh, I can't, I can't ever sell this. It's too much money, this and that. And you're right. It comes completely down to mindset and belief. And that comes from your certainty. So if you're certain that what you have is the most revolutionary opportunity in the world and the most revolutionary product in the world, you will not have a problem presenting this to someone because the second someone says, Hey, Simon, how so okay, this all sounds great. Uh, I'm excited about it. I love the product, but how much is it? And if you're like, Well, um, uh, well, there's different options and you start coming off immediately out of scarce, scarcity and you're scared and you hear that tremble in your voice. Immediately, the first thing your prospect or client's going to think is like, okay, here we go. This is exactly what somebody's going to do to me every single time I ask them this question. Right? So you really got to have that confidence well, and you got to be immediately like, well, this is how it works. exact, Just like that. There's no, there's no shaking in your voice. You need that conviction. You know, because when you go, when you're on a phone call with, with, uh, someone or you're in, you know, let's just say you're in a, in a, an applying store, for God's sakes, and you're looking for a new washer and dryer, and you ask the, the, you're looking at the super, this thing, this thing, you know, can wash your cats and dogs, for God's sakes, you know, and it's an amazing machine, and you look at them, and you're asking, well, how much is it going to be? Immediately, they're like, it's this much, and this is why, and again, when you tell them how much it is, you have complete certainty, and you immediately read back to them everything that they've given to you, and you say, well, well Simon, you told me that you needed more money, and this is why. You said that, you know, your father's health wasn't that great and you don't want that to happen to you and your family's kids and you want to be here a lot longer than, you know, unfortunately your father was, God forbid, and you want to give your kids the best health. You know, you read back to them the reasons why they're selling you because when you're reading back the reasons to them why they sold themselves to you, again, that goes into listening, guys, listening everything, and you read back those reasons to them, they now are making the financial and the mental belief for themselves that they can do this and all you're showing them is the reasons why they need it because they already gave you the reasons. And you just reiterate back, back back, to that. And let's just say they didn't. Like, give me, uh, there's another one I love doing to people. Besides certainty, you've got to show the value. And this is where the value comes down to. Let's just say, Simon, me and you were going to go open up a McDonald's, a Burger King, a Taco Bell, a Walmart, a Starbucks. You know, half those things cost 100000 to $200,000, $300,000 to 500000 to really just start a franchise from. Let's just say the traditional mom-and-pop shop, at least thirty to $50,000. At least, you know, just to get by the first couple of months. And you know what's funny, Simon, is, is I came from traditional business. And you know what they say? They say that if you can survive the first year in business and just get by, that doesn't mean you profit. It means just get by, pay the bills, pay the employees, and you can survive just for a year. It doesn't matter if you profit it or not. Then then your business can succeed, right? And then they say that you should still keep it open and go. And they say you don't profit till the third or the fifth year. Isn't that insane? That's a fact. You don't profit in traditional business if you don't have money until a third or the fifth year if you're starting this from the ground up. That's insane. And on top of that, you're taking out a loan. You're investing your hard earned work money, $50,000, $40,000, whatever it is. And here's an opportunity. You look, you, and you tell them this information say, isn't it, isn't, would tell them, isn't it interesting that that's how much money you have to invest and in this is what you have to do to get out of it? But here, believe it or not, you, know, how much, you look at them and say, how much do you think it would cost to open a McDonald's or traditional business? And they'll, they'll tell you, a lot of money. Most people go, well, a lot of money. And you immediately say, you don't just go off about a lot of money uh, predicament or that guess. You tell me exactly. You guys, if you have to, go to Google. Type in, how much does it cost to franchise in Starbucks? How much does it cost to franchise, um, an Apple store? Any, it doesn't matter what it is, a restaurant, you know, a BJ. Um, I can't. Whatever it is, my whole point is find that exact information because if somebody says a lot of money. Say you, you're you're 100 percent, Judy. It is a lot of money, and this is how much money it is. And they say this. This is a fact that you have to do this for your year, two years to even profit. But guess what? Here, guess how much it, it costs to join here? Only four hundred dollars. And on top of that, we have different payment plans. Isn't that insane? And you can start making money right away. And mm. with your excitement, with your passion, and you're showing them the value. People are like, dude. I'm sorry. I, I'm young, so I said, it. I apologize. So people are like, immediately, they're like, you're completely right. You're right. I love it. I can it. I mean, I could hear your passion,
0: your voice just while you're teaching this right now. I love it.
1: I have to, man. You have to, you have to be happy about what you do because the truth is, this is the greatest industry in the world. You know, I watched, I watched a video online, um, and it was, it, was, it was talking about uh, – it, it was a gentleman that spoke at one of Eric Warriors events, and he talked about how I'm not a network marketer okay? I'm not the salesperson. I'm a businessman. I just realized early on that this industry is the greatest industry in the world to generate wealth quickly and professionally if you do it the right way.
0: What can a dollar get you nowadays? Definitely not Starbucks and probably not even a bagel with cream cheese. Your best a dollar investment is a seven-day trial to MLM Nation Insider, for just $1, you can have access to all my implementation guide trainings such as how to create shareable social media posts, how to run your first home meeting, how to do your first one-on-one meeting, and much more for just one buck. These courses are normally $47, but for your dollar trial, you can get them all for free for seven days. Go check it out at mlnationinsider.com That is MLMNationInsider.com couple more questions to get to pick your brain so these could be really quick and one one word or like one sentence answers so the first one is what is one of your favorite success quotes that motivates you
1: one of my favorite success quotes is something you know i have a different couple ones but i think one that really helped the listeners today is it goes like this if nothing changes nothing changes Mm. what does that mean it means if nothing changes Nothing changes. So if you're going to expect the same results, doing the same thing you've been doing the last five years, 10 years, 20 years, what makes you think doing that same exact thing is going to get you where you want to go now? If you're, if, you're, if you're working a dead-end job and you're like, okay, I'm, I'm, I want to be a doctor or I want to go on that vacation to share with my family, what are you doing differently to do that? Even in network marketing, okay, awesome, you signed up, you started that first change. But if you don't do the work, the personal development, you just have the same mindset, what makes you think you're going to succeed? Again, nothing, if nothing changes, nothing changes. So you need to change who you are. I had a lady one time tell me, you know, she stood up during one of my presentations in front of a bunch of people, and, uh, and it was about towards the end. And she got up and she said, she was a lady about in her 40s, she said, you know what? She just got up immediately. It's like you're one of those people that you're just trying to come in here and brainwash us with your success and what, you, what we think is possible in the world. But it's not, unfortunately, we have to do this and do that. And I looked at it I said, ma'am, because immediately, you know, I could have been like, you know, there's a door, blah. But I'm not like that. Again, I'm, I come from a place of education. And I realized there's something that she needed to hear the right thing. And I asked her, madam I'm not. You know what the truth is, is that some of us, she told me that I'm brainwashing people. Right, Simon? <laughs> I told her, you know what, ma'am? Some of us need to be brainwashed. Because we've been taught. We've been taught this garbage of how we, th- how we think or the persona of how we think we have to live. Of how we have to get by in the world. How we save money. How we create freedom. Financial freedom. How to create true happiness. How to create true health. And I'm here to tell you that I can, you're looking at the person that can show you how to do that and educate you the right way. But then again, it doesn't matter what I have to say. If you personally don't want to make that decision yourself, it's totally fine. And you know what happened? She ended up still leaving, which is totally fine. But because of how I handled it that day in the room in front of almost 50 people, about almost, I think it was like 30 something people that signed up in our business and almost 20 of them, I guarantee, I'm telling you, only almost 20 of them told me, I have so much respect for you, how you handled that woman. And they're all older people, people in their 40s and 50s. They said, for how young you are, you, you I have so much respect for you because you could have easily said something that, you know, you know what, man, am sorry it's not for you or whatever it is, but you gave her the truth. You told her what's really going on in the world. And some of them have told me, I appreciate you doing that so much because now if that ever happens to me, I know how to address it. Does that make sense? So, yeah. guys, if nothing changes, nothing changes.
0: You know, speak about brainwashing, the ironic thing is you thinking you're brainwashing people, but she's been brainwashed, right? We, we just need to, like you yeah. said, we brainwash. She's been brainwashed you got to work 40 years, and that's the way life is. You work at a job, and hopefully the company doesn't lay you off. You get benefits, and you retire at 65. That, she's been brainwashed. She doesn't even, the funny thing, she just, people are sometimes so clueless. They don't realize, they think you're brainwashing. They don't realize they've been so brainwashed. They don't even know what stuff yeah. happened happen to them, right? And like you said, they, she needs to be brainwashed and changing her mindset because the mind is so closed, and it's sad. It is. That's so true. It's so, so true. Hey, what is one? I know you work extremely hard. What is one habit that's helped you become successful?
1: One habit? I would say organization. Organization. Um, it definitely is one of the biggest reasons why I became successful. And the reason why is because if you don't know what, how, they, they said that, they, Jim Rohn said, I believe it was Jim Rohn, he said, um, don't, you need to run your day. Don't let your day run you. And that means don't get caught up in oh I got to do this I got to get a, do that and something that takes literally five to ten minutes you're wasting thirty minutes to an hour on and then at the end you're like oh my god I got nothing done I only got twenty percent of what I done and if you organize yourself and you write down what you need to do the next day I guarantee you're going to mark it off like a checklist boom 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 And within the first two or three hours of your day you're like oh my god I have so much more time to do so much and organization has helped me so much especially as you start growing in network marketing because I do have uh training for beginners intermediate and and, you know people experienced people in the industry one thing i tell you that that's the one thing that i've seen lack that literally will take you to the next level or will make or break you how are you organizing your calls how are you organizing your three ways how are you organizing your webinars how are you organizing your team's time how are you organizing uh systems to make sure you're leveraging everyone's time you know everyone each other that sort of thing so organization is one of the biggest things you need to do to get there, and, and and there's a lot of free ways to do it. You can get a literally a post-it note and write down what you need to do for the next day. And the next day, just check it off, check it off, check it off. And or you could, you know, you could find online programs, or you can go to if you have Gmail, you can go to your Google calendars and it'll get scheduled in there. Like this call Simon, I scheduled it into my Google calendars. Or you you have you have something that lets allows you to schedule into your Google calendars, and that's what I did. And my phone's connected to that, and I knew immediately that today was the call. So you got to really, guys, leverage your tools that we have to organize your life and don't let your business run you, you run your business. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, you know, you talk about organizing calls, like team calls, training calls, uh, prospecting calls. What do you do? Do you do, like, specific chunks of... T- I think that's really important, especially you can't... It's hard to jump back and forth from prospecting and training, going back back and forth. Do you, like, chunk specific uh, time of the day just for prospecting and a specific time just for training? What do you do?
1: I, I tried. I try to do that, but unfortunately we t- different now because of different time zones. It doesn't work out. We so have teams all over the world uh, in Canada, in Asia, in Europe, in Australia. Then everyone's on Guam. There's just so many different time zones. So what it really came down to was I have two set trainings a week um, with my team. One of them is that depending on what team they're part of um, in the sense of where their organization is. I have a leadership call with them once a week. And the other people, I do a set training for everyone on my team. And uh, when it comes down to processing and that sort of thing, I personally, I'm, believe it or not, Simon, I, I know you're going to think I'm crazy. I prospect 24 7 throughout the day. Any free second I get, I prospect, I prospect, I prospect. Because if you're not prospecting, you're not winning. Well, you're not crazy. You're died. not crazy. That's why you're successful. I mean, a lot of, you're okay. that's definitely not crazy. A lot of people, like, they make
0: the mistake, the opposite thing. They get some success, then you go to the management mode. And I'm so happy you said that because MLNation things out there, leaders who are earning good income, six, seven figures, like Hassan is still prospecting, like he's at 24
1: 7. That's what it takes to be successful. I agree. I agree. And I'm glad you said that because all these, a lot of these leaders go into management mode and it's the first thing that will break your business. And if you stop prospecting, you're going to start seeing all these problems come in your business. And you got to teach that to your people too. If your people are going to succeed, they need to have the tools to succeed. So I always, we're always prospecting throughout the day and we're also doing calls as much as possible. I try to, I, I keep my prospecting time to myself and I try to balance it in because now once you get to a point in your business where now you now become a leader, right? And you, you have to help people achieve their goals, achieve their success. And now you're the guy they three way, you know, you're not the guy asking for three way. Now you're the guy that they're throwing their people too. So I always put their calls before my own and I always tell them to schedule it at least a day or two in advance and it just works out perfect.
0: What's the best piece of advice you ever received?
1: The best piece of advice I ever received was to focus. You know that phrase, energy flows where your focus goes? Mm-hmm. I was all over the place. I, I, was, I was doing this. I was doing that. I was like, I'm going to have this new amazing idea for my business. And I realized that one day, Eli, it was, it was, the, it was the month before I hit 6A. And Eli, told, I'm sorry, I take that back. I know we're not supposed to say anything about companies or anything. But it was the month that I hit my, the, one of the first leadership ranks in the company. And he told me, he said, Hassan, what you're doing is amazing. You're great. You have these systems. You have this. You have that. Your team's doing great. They're doing phenomenal. But you need to focus. The biggest thing, especially with people your age group, and it's true, millennials, is that they just don't know how to focus on something. Because not only do they get excited about a lot of things, they want to try everything. And the truth is, the truth is, Simon, mean, and you know this. You've been in this industry a lot longer than me. Is all you have to do is the simple basics. You ask any of these legends in network marketing. You ask all these seven-figure income earners, multiple six-figure income earners. Eight-figure earners. What do they do? And they tell you, and you're like, "That's it." I've already heard that before. But the truth is, the basics work. So focus on the basics. Stay focused. Have tunnel vision, and don't let anything save you. That's the best piece of advice I ever got. Is to focus, and I highly advise it to anyone. Just focus. You want to, you want to hit that top-ranking company? Focus. You want to help your team hit that top-ranking company? Then focus. What do you need to do better to help them? To, what do you need to do better to help them get there for you to get there? You just need to focus. It's just. It really is that simple.
0: What's your favorite prospecting tool? So say you uh, meet someone and they're interested, they're a good prospect. Do you send them a link to an online video or do you meet with them immediately to do a presentation? Do you do a webinar with them? What do you do?
1: It really just depends. That's a great question. That's, a, that's an amazing question. Just, and like I said, like we asked me earlier about the health and, and opportunity, financial support, it just depends on the person. And if the person's telling me, hey, you know, I, I, I'm sick of my job, this and that, I hate how my boss treats me, I hate how my employees look at me, then you know that you're going to have act more leaning towards the income. And show them how people have made riches through this business and how people are still making riches with wealth, generating wealth through this industry. And now if it's more of a, a product standpoint or they're sick or whatever it is, and then they're telling you how they hate being this and looking for an answer for their health, then you go lead with that. But it also goes into, you know, do they want to one on one? Are they comfortable just use YouTube? Are they comfortable, you know, sometimes I just send somebody a video on YouTube and they're happy with that. Other people are like, okay, cool, I love that video, but seeing is believing. I would like to see this presentation live. When are you available to meet up? And it's just all about Scheduling appointments. That is probably one of the most important things in your business, scheduling appointments. And this, this is why. This is why you got scheduled appointments for the, the, the video, the exposure, for the live, uh, the live presentation, whatever it is. Because, guys, when, guys and girls, when, when, when you have a doctor's appointment, dude, don't they call you the day or two days before and say, hey, Judy, or uh, hey, Jim, Hey, hey, Jack, uh, I just want to know, are you going to be, we just want to follow up and make sure that you're coming in tomorrow and we want to know um, if you're going to be available to the, pl- are you going to make your three o'clock appointment? And immediately, boom, they're like, yes, I am. Thank you so much for calling. Or well, they'll leave you a voicemail. But it's funny because people in this industry, and I have people on my team too, I tell them all the time and they still don't listen. But people in this industry think that this is like one of those, those get rich quick things. Or they think that, uh, it's, you know, your business is going to go into management mode, whatever it is. And they don't teach them these simple things. And appointment thing is one of the most important things because you got to call and verify. You got to let people know that this is a professional industry. This is your business. You're very serious about it. You love your business. And when they see that, they respect it so much. Even if it's just a three way call. Hey, hey, uh, Simon. I'm just calling you today, buddy, to let you know, remind you that uh, that we had that call that that three way call. Several with my 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 amazing mentor. Um, you know, um, Candace Ross or whatever or. Or, uh, Lisa Grossman. I just want to make sure that, you have, that, we're, that we're available for that call, and I want to make sure that you're still going to make it. And if not, if, we, if you wanted to reschedule it. And people will look at you like, wow, what Simon is doing is, I mean, what Hassan is doing is actually a real thing. This is a real business. Only my doctor does that. Only car dealerships do that. My dentist, my lawyer. Book the appointment, guys, and follow up. 100%. And, and that goes into a lot of, of being professional in this industry
0: do you have a favorite online resource like a dropbox or
1: evernote or a favorite app on your phone that you could recommend um, i don't i'm actually i actually just launched a youtube page i i shoot a lot of motivational videos it's my favorite thing to do it's, it's not just network marketing but it's more life-based and i love it uh, i've been doing it for a, a little over a month now uh, i realized that one of the biggest things i wasn't doing and i was getting a lot of advice to do is branding themselves And I had no idea that I I was totally forgetting the brand myself. And I just got involved recently. But probably the one video for anyone in network marketing, and this is my opinion, but this is the video I can owe a lot of my success to and how I became where I am in in network marketing. There's a video on YouTube, guys. I don't know if anyone knows who Holton Bugs is on here, but this guy is a genius. He is a phenomenal, phenomenal leader in the industry. And he's all about professionalism and not about amateurism. And I highly advise you go to YouTube, you type in Holton Bugs Network Marketing Pro, uh, 2014, and this video will come up. There's one that's 10 minutes, 11 minutes. That's the last part of the video. I highly advise you do not watch that video. I highly advise you watch one that's an hour and 46 minutes long. And I swear to you, if you take notes, if you watch this video religiously, and you take notes and you watch this video for the whole hour 46 minutes, your business will literally fly, time sand. You tell your leaders, you tell your new people in your in, in your company to watch the video. Their business will fly. This video, I owe a lot of my success to in this industry, and taught me so much of this industry that I didn't even know. And more than anything else, it made it so relatable to my situation because I'm looking at the guy who was a normal guy that was doing it for 20, almost, almost 18 years, and then he finally started making $1.4 know, four million a month or whatever it was. What's one book you could recommend to ML Nation? You know, my favorite book that changed my life, there's a lot out there, but my favorite book, me personally, that people, a lot of people actually haven't heard of it, it's called The Life Success Principles by an author named Jack Canfield. He co-authored the uh, Chicken Soup for a Soul Uh, Book series, which I'm sure a lot of people know about. You know, I grew up reading those, but this book, The Life Success Success Principles, had a lot to do with life. And it really is is for it, doesn't matter what level of of experience you have in life or in business, this book will change your life. If you read it, I promise you it will change your life. For me, it gave me the quantum leaps I needed to go where I needed to go. And funny, Simon, because I got somebody suggested this book to me when i was 19 years old and i threw it off and i was like oh cool and then i was 20 somebody said believe it or not a year later someone suggested it again and i had no idea it was the same book and i literally googled it and went on amazon it was like 25 dollars i was like i'm not gonna pay 25 dollars for a book the only <laughs> book i would pay 25 dollars for is a, is a harry potter book because that's the only book <laughs> i loved and read right and, and and then i left it alone and then almost another two years so when i hit uh, uh, two years later when i was 22 i was in one of the lowest stages of my life this was a couple months before i discovered network marketing and uh, I got the book, and I realized I was actually, believe it or not, I was actually watching The Secret. Remember the movie The Secret, the documentary? Yeah. Yep. The, Jack can yeah, Jack it, In, I was like, this guy looks so familiar. Why is this guy name so familiar? So I started doing research on it, and that book popped. I was like, holy guacamole! And I found the book, and I bought it, and I was like, it's insane how that same book was the reason, uh, like, I owe a lot of my success to. But it's insane how that book, the last three years, last four years, has been following me, and I didn't decide to pick it up. The second I decided to pick it up. I believe in science, man. I'm a big believer in science. And it's insane how I finally decided to pick it up. And the universe kept bringing me back to this book and how it changed my paradigm and changed my mind and changed my life.
0: Yeah, it's something. That's a great book. I still remember. It's not well-known, Success Principles by Canfield. I still remember back in, I read it in 2005, I think, 2006. Yep. Almost exactly where I was. Yes, I actually got the audiobook. I used to work out and listen to it. So thank you for sharing that. It's incredible. Hey, of course. Here's the last question, the million-dollar question. You know it's coming. You know it. So imagine you had to start all over again and you knew no one but yet all your current knowledge, skills, and wisdom. What's the first thing you do or the first place you go to find prospects and build an MLM business from scratch?
1: You know what? I believe it or not, I actually get that question a lot. Um, and, I, and I appreciate you having that as one of the questions on this. I do believe that people need to hear, especially if they're first time coming in or they feel like they've plateaued or they feel like they don't have momentum anymore. Um, it would definitely tell, and it would definitely have to be, the first thing is believe, and it's from Holton Buzz, you'll see in the video, and this is what hit me hard with it, is that, uh, Believe uh, much bigger, much sooner. Believe in yourself, in your business. Much bigger, much sooner. Don't just say, "Oh, I want to get ten people this month." No, say, "I want to go out there and try to find hundred this month." Because even if you don't hit that number, you're gonna hit a different number. And the reason why is because we have so much, so much opportunity through technology these days to contact people. Whether it's Facebook, whether it's LinkedIn groups, whether it's going on your on your iPhone and downloading an app called Meetup and meeting entrepreneurs or meeting people that are into health. There's so many different avenues that, guys, the world is literally giving you so many opportunities to just succeed. It doesn't matter if it's network marketing and everything. And you literally say, here's the tools, just use them, but nobody ever wants to use them. I would 100% suggest you believe much bigger, much sooner, and, and set higher goals for yourself, way higher goals. Don't just say, I want to make $1,000 a month. Say, I want to make $10,000 a month. Because if you aim for the $10,000 a month and you have that $10,000 attitude and you're, and, and you're shooting for it, you're going to crash that. You're going to hit at two or $3,000. I promise you. I've done it so many times in my life. I've had people. I, last month, I had five people on my team hit the top rank that I hit that took me, that took me six, uh, seven months to do. They did it in three months because I taught them to believe much bigger, much sooner. I told them where to look, where to find that information, what you need to do. And just don't prejudge people anywhere, whether it's the library, whether it's at, the, at a fast food restaurant, whether you're at the grocery store. People are looking for conversations, and people are always looking for a way out. Give them that way out. Be that person who's giving the way out. And don't do that sleazy marketing way. You need to educate yourself. And that, you know, a, a, a holistic nutritionist, a personal trainer doesn't just give you advice out of their butt and be like, hey, this is why you'll get fit. This is why you lose this much weight, yada, yada. No, they say, hey, you got to count your macros, your calories. Uh, this is what you need to eat because it's high in alkalinity um, or helps detox the body, destroys the fat uh, on your abs. Uh, this workout does this, it ignites the, the core muscles, and yada, and yada. They have, that is right there, value, guys, value. To know your value of your product, of your company, of your opportunity, and you do not, don't go blind into a conversation. And before you present that value, hear people out, listen to them. Be the best listener in the world. Try this. The next time you go out, if you want to meet someone, or you haven't talk to someone since high school, and you want to rekindle a friendship, or yada. And, and, and they want to uh, go get coffee, get lunch, and they see you traveling the world or they see, uh, they see that you're doing something different in life, go out to lunch with them. And your goal is to try to get them. This is actually my mentor, Curtis Broom, taught me this. I don't know if anyone knows who that guy is. Highly suggest you Google him. He's a, one of the most phenomenal keynote speakers in the industry, uh, one of the best trainers, coaches, consultants, yada, yada. I could talk days about this guy. Um, but he is my inspiration of where I want to be in the industry. And I'm saying this because he told me, Hassan, your goal is to go to a lunch with an old buddy, a new friend, a new prospect, whatever it is, and try to get them to talk as long as possible about themselves. Your goal is an hour. An hour is your goal to see how long they can talk about themselves. When they immediately ask you a question, I'm like, you know, yeah, I'll get to that right now, but I'm really interested in, in how did you, how did you, uh, you know, get that job? It, was it by accident? or in the, People love talking about themselves. Get people talking, and I promise you, they will be itching. To know what you do and they'll be itching to work with you because you're the first person in a long time in a long time to actually listen to them not just listen to react to them
0: awesome hey thank you so much i know this interview took you know a long time a couple of i know you've been super busy and traveling around growing your team so i really really appreciate it. it's been totally worth it of all these follow-ups we had to nail this interview down you've been awesome Thank you so much again. Uh, any last words of advice? And then what's the best way our listeners can connect you and contact you? I think every ML Nation, you definitely need to connect with Hassan.
1: Yeah. Um, my last piece of advice would probably be, hmm, that's a great question, Simon. Um, that's a lot of pressure, too. We've got a lot of amazing listeners on here. Uh, my last piece of advice is don't ever let someone define your worth. Um, don't ever def- let anyone define your worth. And really, 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 Put your life in your control. Don't ever let anyone feel like they control your life. And what I mean by that is, that like I earlier was talking about presentation or anything. Um, guys, anyone can do this. Anyone, anyone, anyone can do this. Look at me. I'm 24 years old. I'm having incredible success because all I did was listen and understand my value, and my personal worth. The second you understand how much you're worth, no one can tell you anything in the world. And when you understand your worth, and that could be whether it's for a financial a level or a health level or just a happiness level. Just find yourself, discover your worth and what you believe you're worth 100%. And don't shoot small, shoot high. And when you do that and you find that out, people will radiate towards you. They're going to feel your aura. When you walk in a room, they'll be like, man, I don't know what it is about you. I can't tell you how many times I walk in a room people are like, I like you. I like your style. I like your energy. And it's because I know my worth. Find your worth. Whatever your worth is to you, whatever your level, whatever your, your, your definition of, of pinnacle success is, find it and go after it, and don't let anyone define it, and I guarantee you, people are going to radiate towards you and, and look at you for advice, look at you for mentorship, but look at you as someone that can really help them have a significant change in their life. And uh, Simon, for the, for anyone that wants to follow me, I actually have a fan page on Facebook. I just started it about, I think, maybe a week or two ago. I can't remember. It's under my name, Hassan Mahmoud. If not in there, you can add me on my personal friends list. I love meeting new people. I love getting to know people. Um, and also on YouTube. And then on my Instagram, it's uh, Hassan, H-A-S-S-A-N, uh Y, Y, M C and uh that's my instagram if you guys want to follow me i'd love to follow you back and i just i, I love hearing people's stories so please guys reach out I, I i don't care one thing you'll learn about me in this industry and if you've met anyone that knows me is i don't care if you're in my business or outside my business i'm always here to help because the more success all of us have the more success any of us have the more success we'll all have together so uh please reach out i'm here to help
0: ML Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And today, you've been hanging with Hassan Mahmud. So keep up the momentum and go to mlnation.net and type on Hassan at the search bar. That's H A S S A N, okay? H A W S A N at the search bar. It'll pop right up. Definitely reach out to him. Awesome. As you can tell, we went a little longer than normal because there's such good nuggets here. So thanks again, Hassan. Reach out to him. And uh, the show notes will be all there. Definitely reach out. So, in order to be successful in network marketing, you must help others. So, Hassan, thanks again for sharing your valuable time with ML Nation. We're grateful to you and we appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thank you so much again and God bless you.
1: Thank you so much, I'm Have an incredible day.
0: Do you want to know the foolproof follow-up formula or three elements of fast-growing organizations or my co-market recruiting secrets? you can get these $47 courses along with all my other $47 trainings for only $1 by taking a 7-day trial to MLM Nation Insider. Go to MLMNationInsider.com for the special trial offer. Again, MLMNationInsider.com for the special $1 trial. MLM Nation, is Simon Chan. Awesome, awesome show with Hassan Mahmoud. Definitely reach out to him. Only 24 years old. How about that? 24 years old, uh, growing a global business uh, in different countries. I mean, I kind of lost track. of. I, I just remember Guam and Asia and South America. You know. Definitely reach out to him. Go to mlnation.net and type in his name in the search bar. It's, it's H-A-S-S-A-N. H-A-S-S-A-N. Uh, reach out to him. And also, thanks again for Hillary Grossman. Uh, for connecting us. Hillary's a loyal listener, also an ML leader herself for connecting me with Hassan. Uh, thank you so much, Hillary. You're awesome. So a couple of really, uh, there's so many aha moments. I took tons of notes here uh, from being, you know, just talking about, you think you got a bad? I mean, his cousin of all people who is blood related, uh, you can hear all that story about there, and just totally ditches him. And, you know, he lost everything, his businesses at 19 years old, right? But coming bouncing back, And thanks to network marketing, totally changed his life around. Now, at 24, he actually has a couple of side businesses that he'd be able to invest his money thanks to network marketing. So, I'm just going to run up these notes. I think the main thing is you got to listen, 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 right? Um, You got to believe bigger, much bigger, and much sooner. And the key to success is, listen, get people talking about themselves. Can you talk about Curtis Broom, Lisa Grossman, by the way, those are all you know, amazing leaders. Curtis, Lisa Grossman, awesome leader. I think she was on episode eight, I think it was, or oh, episode nine, one of the early episodes when we first started. Curtis Broom, is also, I think came out in November 2015 or December 2015. Um, awesome, awesome train. one of the most downloaded episodes as well. Check that out. Um, but get people talking, Listen. Listen, listen, listen. Love people and use money. Most people got it the wrong way. Most people are loving money and using people. But do it differently. Do it the right way, right? You're educating. You're not selling, educating people. And information changes the situation. Another big aha moment is when he first started. He had a weekly, maybe this resonates with you. He, his team had a weekly Tuesday meeting. And Tuesday meeting, he'd be packed with guests. But his upline mentioned, why are you waiting Tuesday? What's going to happen on Saturday? Sunday, Monday. So does you put your business on hold just waiting for a Tuesday? No, be the leader. Take charge. Because he says, whoever does the presentation holds your income. So he was a leader. Hassan stepped up, did his own presentations, and then he started teaching his team and that's how you get the leverage. right? Don't just wait. Hey, you know what? I have one meeting Tuesday night. Oh, my prospects can't make it on Tuesday night. So now I have no one to show up. Just invite him to another meeting. Do a webinar. Have someone. find If you can't do a webinar, find someone else cross line to do an, another night to invite them. Again, it's about leadership, taking you know, taking responsibility for your own business. Another thing we talked about was Gen Y into health. You know, there's a misconception. Gen Y is a night into um, maybe health as much because if you take the health products because you're younger, they don't feel effects. That's total bogus and baloney because, like I said, Gen Y grew up in health. A lot of most of the Gen Y I know, they're very into health. I mean, Gen Y, if you look at the gyms uh, where I live, there's people who... Like high school, junior high kids in the gym, right? That was unheard of 20 years ago. 20, 20 years. Only like certain type of people work out. Not everyone, like whether someone does or not, that's another thing, but everyone knows the importance of health. The whole new generation now knows what uh, the importance of being healthy. You know, a um, couple other things here. I'm just looking at the pages and I'm trying to make it as concise. You know, again, I'm going to repeat that what he said about H- Houghton Bog's Network Rocking Pro, that an hour and a half... Uh, video on YouTube, uh, believe much bigger, much sooner. And when you said that, it's true. There were times when I be- didn't believe that big and I believed too slow. So Emma Nation, I'm encouraging you, believe bigger and believe sooner. Right? Last thing is the passion. Uh talk about passion uh, um, and the no money objection. If you think you have no money, I'm like, Hassan sells a product that is a couple of thousand dollars, okay? So if you think your company's products are expensive, it's all in the mindset. Number one, you can answer with certainty. Not like wishy-washy or scared. So if someone says, how much does it cost? Hey, this just a $1,000 to get started. Be confident because people are buying your confidence. They're not necessarily buying the amount; they're buying your confidence. So if you're confident, they're like they'll feel confident that's going to work. But if you're like insecure about it, and and I would recommend record yourself. You know when Hassan go playback when he talked about it. You, you did you feel how passionate and I'll actually confident? How passionate, confident he is? That's what people are buying because it's emotion that drives people. You're, you know, it doesn't matter how much you're making. but you're talking with no confidence, no one's going to no be paying attention to you. But people are buying your confidence and your conviction. The second thing is showing value, the value of this business. If you compare it to a franchise, it's totally true. You know, I mean, I looked at, before I got started, There were marketing. I thought about doing a Subway franchise. And you're right. The first two years, you don't even make any money. You'd be lucky if you break even. You only really make any decent money on the third year. And then until you open your second, third stores. And 're marketing, you start making money immediately without that investment taking away those loans. So, and the last thing is brainwashing. It's just, I love the way he handled that woman in the meeting that talked about, oh, you're brainwashing people. You know what? The reality is we've all been brainwashed, including myself, you've all been brainwashed or, pro, or I like the word programmed a certain way. It's just some people... If they say you've been brainwashed, hey, they've been brainwashed. Okay, they've been brainwashed thinking that working a job and working for someone else is normal. Now, maybe they like to be brainwashed and live that way. Then I mean, you let them be, but just recognize that, hey, you're not weird. You're just programmed differently. And even if it takes think of, even if it takes you forever, thir, even it takes you thirty years to get the residual income that Hassan did, that did in two years, is it worth it? It's still worth it because if you had a job of thirty years, you'd still be stuck where you are right now, right? You may be earning some money, but you won't have the residual income. So awesome episode. Yeah, thank you again for Hillary Grossman for connecting us. Go reach out to Hassan. Again, uh, go to mlnation.net, H-A-S-S-A-N. Okay, Hassan Mahmood, reach out to him, awesome leader. And if you like this ML Nation, please, like I said before, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. That's the only thing I ask for. It helps the team, it also helps other distributors find this show. And please share this on social media, like the ML Nation page. You know what the good stuff to do. And thank you for listening. Again, thanks again for awesome training from Hassan Mahmood and ML Nation, to Simon Chan. And remember, we are in the profession to help others. So go out there and have a positive impact on someone's life today. And- Believe much bigger and believe sooner. God bless you all. Thank you so much for joining us today on MLM Nation. Head over to MLMNation.net for full recaps of every show, our training articles, and helpful resources. Your MLM success is waiting for you. So prepare to take off.